Hey, hey, everybody, you're listening to the Over My Dad podcast produced by Launchpad 516 Studios with the do-gooder dads, me, George Andriopoulos. And me, Dave Thompson. We got periodic guests, great conversations, and of course, some dad jokes here and there. Dads and non-dads, welcome to our movement towards nothing in particular. Please note, George and Dave have been busy. So they outsourced both the script and voice over work for today's introduction to artificial intelligence. Thank you to George and Dave for embracing the impending robot uprising. And thank you, the listener, for enjoying today's very special episode of the Over My Dad podcast. Hey George, it's been a while. Dave, it's great to hear from you. How have you been? Things have been pretty good. It's been an entire year since we last recorded an episode for the podcast. Wow, that's a long time. What have you been up to? Well, I've been really busy with work and family, so I haven't had much time to focus on the podcast. How about you? Yeah, me too. I've been trying to stay busy with my own projects, but it's been hard to find the time to commit to the podcast. Well, I think it's time to get back to work. How about we do an episode now? Sounds great. I'm looking forward to it. We can use artificial intelligence. Oh, now? Okay, let's let's do it for real now. Okay. This is not a test. Repeat, this is not a test. Stay tuned for further instructions. Three, two, one! Booyah! I love you, Daddy. We back. We out here. <laughs> we back. Hey, hey, everybody. What's up, Davey Hi. boy? Hi. So I've been really into these AI technology solutions lately because it really is a, a great, a great, powerful tool. And I tried to outsource the whole episode, <laughs> but but it looks like we're gonna have to wing it. Um, I wasn't able to get a good i thought the intro was pretty accurate we got all that stuff out of the way we don't need to talk about that right i was bored honestly i was bored i'm like this thing's taking over my job what do i do so it's accurate to the podcast is what you're saying that was accurate to the podcast yeah but but what what so so i i took it a step further and i said okay let's chunk out what the show's going to be so i said let's get some dad jokes out of the way some original ones not some not you know not just on Google. I want an AI to to develop some jokes catered to you and I, right? And yeah. so I I said, I, I literally typed into an AI. I said, write me ten dad jokes about a guy who lives in Tennessee who works remotely and misses his friend George in New York. And, and? So here's what here's what we're working with. One, what did the Tennessean remote worker say when he missed his friend George? What? I wish George was here. <laughs> you know, you can't fault the AI, the AI for being obvious. What did the Tennessee remote worker? <laughs> I love how that's my name. The Tennessee remote worker. <laughs> what did the Tennessee remote worker say when he was feeling homesick? What? I wish George was here. <laughs> <laughs> 
One, okay, one, one more, one more. What did the Tennessean remote worker say when his computer crashed? What? Where's George when you need him? <laughs> Can you imagine if they put this AI in a Tesla on autopilot and it just drives you straight to my house? <laughs> I love it. I love it. So it's not good for everything. It can't replace true friendship, companionship, comedy, leadership. Um, it can't replace everything, right? That's right. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Miss you, buddy. How are you? I'm good now. How are you, sir? Ah, oh, man, I'm doing well. It's uh, it has been a hell of a year. <laughs> A hell of a year. We haven't uh, we haven't seen our friends here at Over My Dad podcast in a while, um, which we'll talk about later. But man, uh, geez, since we last spoke, so when did we last do an episode? Last, Was it last, right before right before Christmas of twenty of twenty one? We, we this is our first episode of twenty two. It is, I believe so. Oh man, wow! We didn't do any more. We only did the one. So. Holy cow. Okay, so a lot, a lot has happened. Um, I had another baby, another little baby, little Catherine Marie. Catherine Mar Marie, yes, that's her name, Marie. Sorry, I mix up the middle names. Um, Katie girl, my Katie girl was born on May the 4th. Um, so it has been, it's been a year, dude. I got to say, it is, uh, the struggle is real. The Going from three kids to four was just an unexpected barrage of um a lot i i can't it's the only way i could say it. it's a lot it is a lot of amazingness and good and um and all that stuff but it has been heavy dude it has been like just stressful managing the household for both me and my wife um mm -hmm. managing work with four kids like uh i was hurting this year i gotta say <laughs> there's yeah. a reason that we haven't recorded uh, in a while. Right. And you've had some things go, as the AI said, you've also had some things going on uh, professionally, personally, hobbies, special interests, special projects. I, I and, and just like I used to say uh, a year and a half ago, uh, when you only had three kids, I would say I can't imagine having more than what I have right now, which is still true. Yeah. Um, I just want to say your, your, your new kid has a built in like fun birthday. It's Star Wars Day. Right? That's right. May the 4th. May the 4th. Wow! Look yeah, you. and it's funny because uh, Colleen was like, "Any day but this day." She was <laughs> trying to avoid it at all costs, which was, which was super funny. I, I could go into the whole like having the baby story if you want, but it was. Uh... <laughs> so so I, I'll I'll do a, a quick version of it and then we can move on. Please. But so here we are. So I'll, I'll preface it by saying Joanna, our two and a half year old, when Joanna was born, it was like. We, we were, it was during the pandemic, first year, 2020. Um, we're working remotely, both of us. Colleen had uh, uh, an appointment the, the morning of with the, with the obstetrician and went in for the appointment. Everything was okay. I think she was still a couple of weeks away from uh, her due date and comes home. She's eating lunch and water breaks. So she was like super chill, like, yeah, like, let's get, get the stuff ready. You know, we had the bag packed, but I'm like, let me shower and, you know, all that stuff because I know it's going to be a long couple of days. And 
everything was fine. We, we strolled into the hospital a couple hours later. They checked us in. And, you know, a few hours later, Joanna was born and everything was very chill. With this one, we have kind of a similar situation. It was a, a, a spring day, beautiful spring day. We were walking with all, all three kids. We were going to take a walk. And, uh, and then we're leaving the house. And she's like, I, I think my water broke. I was like, what, you think? She goes, well, I don't know. Let me check. She comes out and she's like, no, okay, we could take a walk. We're like one house away. And she's like, nope, I think it broke. Um, go on the walk with the kids, come back and, and we'll see what's going on. I'll call the doctor. So now I'm like panicking. I go out 15 minutes. I come back, um, get the kids settled so that they're taken care of. And she's like, uh, yeah, doctor said we got to come in now. So I said, okay, same thing. I got, I got a shower. Like, do I have time? She goes, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I'm upstairs for like 20 minutes, half hour, just getting ready. And happy as a clam before I leave. I come down. Now both of our mothers are, are there because we had called them. Um, <laughs> both of our mothers are there. And my wife is now in tears on the couch in excruciating pain. And I'm like, oh, my God, we got to go. So we hop in my truck. And she is in a lot of pain, dude. We hop in my truck. And now the hospital is about 20 minutes away from us. Um, so I'm like, you could tell there was urgency there. So I'm like, all right, I need to drive like 85, 90 miles an hour to get there as quick as possible. But also I need her to have a comfortable ride. And we, we were in my like new truck, which is very big. It's a Tahoe. And I'm like, I, I had never driven it that fast before. I just gotten it like a week or two before that. So I'm like. All right, let me. So I, I think I did a good job of driving. I'm flying there. Colleen is gripping onto the, the 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 handlebars with for dear life because she was in so much pain, and we didn't say a word to each other the whole time because I'm just like so nervous to like upset her, you know, drive the wrong way, and and you know she's in discomfort, but she was just in so much pain she couldn't focus on anything. We get to the hospital. Nobody is in the circle, like the, the valet circle of the hospital. Get out of the truck. I'm trying to get her out. She couldn't get out of the truck. She was like stiff as a board. Um, and, and I'm like calling out to, there was like visitors like walking around. I'm like, I need help. I need help. Somebody's got to come help. My wife's in labor. Like I can't get her out of the truck. There's nobody here for the valet. So finally somebody grabs a wheelchair. I pick her up out of the truck. I put her in the wheelchair. Finally, the valet guy shows up. I like throw my keys run into the hospital we go to like the front desk and you know they're typically like we're like we're having a baby and they probably see that a hundred times a day and they're like uh yeah you know and i go no no we're having a baby now we need to go upstairs so they let us shoot upstairs we fly up to labor and delivery the nurses now again who have seen this a hundred times a day they're like right. i know you're having a baby everybody calm down let's get you checked in i go she's whatever the numbers were. I'm like, contractions are, are, are 60 seconds apart. They're lasting for, you know, a minute, whatever. The, I forget what the numbers were. And they're like, oh, she's having a baby. I go, yeah. They didn't even check her in. Nothing. They like grabbed her name just to get her like a bracelet, um, go into the labor and delivery room. We couldn't get her out of the wheelchair. They had to like, like push her to stand up. And they like tear her clothes off her. And as soon as they tear her clothes off her, water breaks fully. She lets out a scream that I still have nightmares about. They put her in the bed and they were like, okay, honey, 
it is too late for an epidural. We're going now. And 10 wow. minutes later, Catherine was born. <laughs> wow. 10 minutes later. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, dude. It was insane. Insane. And I'm just like, I'm not the dad that's like trying to like mansplain the room or take over. I'm just like, what can I do to help? Where do you need me? I need to be in here. Oh, yeah. So you're not getting me out of here, but what can, where do you need me? I don't want to get in the way, whatever. They were very, I got to say, they were very good about, um, you know, having me be a part of it, even though it was so like crazy. Cause you gotta understand, like my older two was, they were normal deliveries. Everything was good. Same hospital. Um, Joanna, my third, it was early pandemic. So it was like, I was lucky to even be in the room, but yeah, it was yeah. like the doctor, the obstetrician and a nurse. And it was so quiet and chill. It was really nice. This was like the attending doctor and like eight nurses in the room. Yeah, it was crazy because it was like all hands on deck. They were amazing. They were I mean, so I thoughtful. A, I guess it's considered a, not an emergency, like you know, it, it, the sense, all hands on deck sensitive situation because it had you know we 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 had an emergency C section. So it was oh like, my gosh, it felt like ten felt like ten people like in the room. You know what I mean? That's what was oh, going on. Drama thing. Oh my goodness. And you know, I really don't do well with medical stuff, and you know that's a moment that your whole life flashes before your eyes. So I was very much the, how small can I make myself in this, in this position? And yeah, like I'm here, I'm present, I'm awake and not on the floor fainted. So like, that's already a win. Just tell me where you need me, what you need to do. Um, I, yeah. It, it really, I, <laughs> amazing what people go through. Amazing. Amazing. She was a champ. She was like a total champ, dude. No, no, no medicine, no nothing, um, which made her recovery better, by the way, than the first time. She had a rough recovery with Joanna, and uh, they were just incredible, the staff. And the funniest part was, um, you know, we had called the obstetrician, who's this guy's a pro, right? Total pro, very well known in our area, and he had said, "All right, why don't you head over to the hospital? Head over to the hospital." Um, you know, the, the nurses are going to evaluate you and whatever. And Colleen's like, all right, I'll see you there. And he's like, no, no, nurses are going to evaluate you first. And then we'll see what's going on. And if I need to be there, I'll be there. Okay, great. So again, the attending doctor is the one that delivered uh, Catherine. So he comes strolling in after <laughs> he comes strolling in and He's a really good guy, really funny guy. Comes strolling in when it's time now to um, to get stitched up and all that kind of stuff, and he's like, "What happened? I thought you were gonna wait for me." And I and I go to him. I was like, "Yeah, Doc, I'm gonna need my deposit back because you did not deliver this baby." <laughs> it was a great moment, but yeah, it was unforgettable uh, delivery. I don't know if that's gonna be the last one for me, uh, but if it is, it's a it's a great story. Uh, you know, to, to, to finish off my, my family, you know, but, uh, but yeah, it's been, uh, it's just been crazy. Cause like, you know, with, with Joanna just being home during the pandemic, um, and experiencing the first year of her life home 24 hours a day, mm -hmm. I just wouldn't trade it for the world. Cause with my older two, like, you know, you know me, man, I'm, I'm dad, I'm, I'm wherever I need my, my kids need me to be or whatever, but you know, you're working all day, you're, you know, you're not home 
all the time. You don't experience everything. And there's like this closeness to mom that the kids get just organically. Um, so it was very cool with Joanna. So I'm, I'm, I did my best with Catherine to just try now that things are back to normal, like try and be home as much as possible. And, um, you know, and I, I, when we talk about like the, the schedule that we keep, it's like really difficult, man. This is like the parenting struggle is like so real with this. We, uh, so that all four, you know, my, my wife went back to work after a few months after her maternity leave. And, uh, even though she's remote, uh, some days she's in the city in Manhattan uh, a few days a week. So it's like everybody's in school or daycare. Um, my my seven-month-old is in a daycare. My two-and-a-half-year-old's in a, like a nursery school. And, of course, the older ones are in school. So it's like dropping everybody off by 9, getting to the office like 9.15. And then my workday stops at like one fifty-five. Because I have to start picking everybody up from school. I pick up my high schooler at 2.04, my middle schooler at 2.42, and then the the other two are 4 o'clock and 4.10. Wow. So it's like, you know, I only get like a half a work day, and then when I'm home, I'm trying to grab the laptop in between work, and everybody goes to bed. I'm working until like midnight, 1 in the morning. It's just, it's been tough. I'm in more of a routine now um, and feeling a lot better, feeling a lot more uh, like myself with all that, but it's uh, it has been a struggle. It has been definitely an adjustment this year. Yeah, well, you're doing the right thing. I mean, that, that's that's awesome. I can't imagine um, just because of the way my brain works. Like, I have a start time. I, I have a solid blocks. So I can't like pick up later or anything like that. So I actually just keep on getting up earlier and earlier as the need. You know, so I start. I actually start working at six. 30 yeah. every single day just to have uninterrupted work time because as soon as I have to do something like pick my kid up from school at 2 o'clock, it's over. Yeah. 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 But it's, it is so cool. I mean, we've talked about this before, but like silver linings, I mean, it, it has been a really incredible kind of revolutionary experience for so many dads and moms, you know, uh, the, the, with, the, with, with quarantine and the switch to remote work and all that stuff. I mean, I, I can't, I can't, I wouldn't trade the opportunity to be more present for my kids or anything. Totally. So cool. cool. Totally. We've had that conversation. Like my my wife is like, look, the the older two are a little older. Like, you know, why don't they take the bus, come home this way? Like at least you get an extra half hour, hour worth of work or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. I, 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 I don't have the answer to it. I just, when I got in this routine of just, you know, having this a part of my every day. Cause again, I've always picked them up, but yeah, back then I could start work earlier and didn't have like the morning part of the routine to have to, you know, get in the way of things. So I can get a solid six or seven hours in straight, but now it's like, I can't really start work until nine fifteen Cause you got to take care of everybody. So, um, but yeah, like you said, I'm not complaining. It's all good. Like I, I always find my groove after a little while, and I definitely have felt that in the last month plus that I finally found my groove. I'm getting more comfortable with it, figuring out how to manage things a little bit better. And there's been a ton of other stuff going on too, which is, um, you know, been been an interesting wrench in everything. A good wrench, but um, yeah, you mentioned before some cool professional stuff going on. I. Uh, we we have officially when I say we it's uh, 
my, my business partners and I, Fred Banny and Jason Martin, we actually launched a brand new company, and this is a global endeavor called Speak. Um, Speak is a platform, it's a public speaking platform for people with ideas and stories. Uh, you know, it's akin to Ted, the moth. Yeah, I see it as kind of a, a hybrid, like the best parts of each of them. Yeah, right? yeah, with with some nuances that are brand new that have never been done before. Um, and uh, when I say global, it's, it really is a global endeavor. It's uh, we're, we're launching this into a global um, a global social enterprise. We have a we just had our first event in November. We're recording this now, end of December, um, and then we're rolling into 2023. We have events coming up: Salt Lake City, uh, New York, Long Island, New York, um, Belfast, Ireland, uh, Dallas, Texas, Palm Beach, Florida. Um, uh, Rockville Center in New York. Uh, what else? I, I'm missing ones. But anyway, um, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. So uh, I don't want to bore people with that. You can look into the stuff if you want. I'll put links in the show notes. But um, yeah, launching that has been in and of itself a, a, a huge challenge and, and, you know, dedicating the time and resources that you need to a new business. Um I know how much that takes and, and the balancing act with family and, and all that is uh, is tough. And in the meanwhile, you know, the one thing that I've been neglecting is me, you know, which you can't do. And my body is speaking to me, man. I am, I've been sick as a dog for the last month and a half, you know, on and off. I still have some a little something going on. My asthma is killing me after being sick for like the third time and uh, – yeah, I need to find time for for myself. Just focusing on, you know, my body and healing a little bit, and uh, some yeah. gym time, some some basketball time, some uh, hobby time. You know, and but it, yeah. it all ba- balances out in the end, man. Just as long as you're aware of it. Yeah, we've talked about it a bunch before. I mean, the the purpose of the podcast isn't supposed to be about fitness, even though it's called podcast. But like, you know, <clears throat> this is this is a good time of year to do that stuff. I, I never. I never do New Year's resolutions on purpose, but it always ha- just happens to be that, like, it, when it starts to be winter and holidays and stuff, I just need to reassess what I'm up to and how I'm taking care of myself and stuff like that. It's so important. And, you know, burnout is real. People need to people need to rest and do things for them, and I think we're both a little bit of uh, – we have productivity complexes, I think. So uh, being aware of that, keeping expectations realistic and stuff is so, so important for yep. ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. So what's going on with you, man? Well, speaking of sick, I'm sorry to hear about you. My child has had a mystery illness for months and has been keeping us up. And it's been a lot like having an infant, even though she's five now. We found out that she's allergic to everything Ugh. to the point that we li- she's allergic to trees, uh, certain kinds of trees. And the prominent tree she's allergic to is also the the name of our street because our street is lined with said trees so wild stuff the the most pertinent thing is probably dust mites because those are on everything and even on skin and um, you know in your bedding and on your clothes and whatever so we're trying to figure out um what's what what to do and what what works because you know the scientific approach would be to like change one variable at a time but we're just like desperate so we're changing everything all at once you know like 
shampoos and hypoallergenic sheets and all all sorts of stuff. Um, it's getting a little bit better. She, when, when you ask her what she's allergic to, one of the things on the list is cows. So like that's her go-to. She's like, oh, I'm allergic to cows. That's why I'm sick. Like she she doesn't hang out with cows. So that's not it. It's it's the trees, the pollen, and especially the dust. We have all these like huge air purifiers in our house and stuff now. Um, <clears throat> so that's been. <clears throat> That's been a lot. And, you know, that really affects the health of the, of the parent, which, you know, uh, preview to later in the show, we're going to have some questions uh, in, our, in our game show that we're going to have later in the show, a couple of friends coming on. We're going to have some about, you know, healthy parenting and child raising and stuff like that, which is going to be a blast. Um, but, but, yeah, it's, it's important to, to our health, you know. Uh, so so that's, been, that's been rough. We've been really cooped up lately just because of that and because of you know winter the holidays etc especially cold uh winter which i could talk about but veda who's five now like i said and i think the last episode we had i had an interview with her catching up um and she's been really really funny uh the difference between a four-year-old and a five-year-old is just massive huge Um, and 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 her pretend play has been a little sadistic lately, and and I this is this is really weird. So usually I would take a clip of, of Veda and then edit it down, and send it to George, and George would play it because uh, he's running the ones and twos over there. And I guess Google Drive has some sort of uh, automated feature now where it's like uh, like scraping the content to make sure it's okay and so the whole thing was i took this clip of veda playing and i'll explain what she was doing and the whole the whole joke is that i wanted to show george that what she's doing is not appropriate it sounds a little scary and google drive actually stopped me from sharing it with george that's how serious veda's kind of play has got so she's been pretending to keep children in cages oh my god um because they don't know how to behave. And she, I have this clip of her saying, like, and I have a collar for you that I'm going to have to put on you because you don't know how to – I don't know where she got this from. I guess, like, playing with puppies and, and stuff. Sure. Um, we have a new dog in the house that's very disruptive, and it has a cage that it's, you know, spends its nights in. So maybe that's where she's getting it. But it was just really funny um, to hear her kind of say that and then for it not to be able to be shared on the Internet. Um, <laughs> and then she's been making. She's been spending a lot of time with mom. Uh, she's been spend. She's been making fake phone calls, like on her hand, just on her hand. Hello, you know, doing errands and getting things done like mom does. Some of the things that I hear her say are just like wild. So she's been like, "Hello, is this pizza girl? I need a cheese pizza." You sold the last cheese pizza. This is unacceptable. My daughter's birthday party is tomorrow. And then she makes a fake phone call to her fake daughter. Hello? They're out of cheese pizzas. What kind of pizza do you want? And then I hear her calling the fake doctor and asking for a refill on medication, which was very impressive. And turns out she goes, Doctor, you're not a doctor. Is this pizza girl? And the pizza girl is working at the doctor's office. 
and just ruining my daughter's life. This pizza girl is popping up everywhere. She's just so funny. Like that That's age so of funny. She's got her in theater. She's been doing dance. She did her winter winter recital, which was just amazing. We were so afraid. She said she wasn't going to go out on stage. She was like the star of the whole thing. She did an incredible job. So uh, we feel we feel really good about it. The holidays were really cute. Um, yeah. How, how were the holidays for you? They were great, man. Um, you know, two two little little ones in the house again is. Uh, is fun. You know, my, my two and a half year old, she's starting to get into the holiday stuff and we didn't really think she's sharp, man. Uh, we didn't, we didn't really think she'd be like aware of things. So she's not like super aware of Santa yet, but she definitely enjoyed opening gifts this yeah. year. Like on her terms, her biggest thing was the elf on the shelf. She was into it this year. Uh, ours is yeah. called I buddy. Haven't started, I haven't started that yet. I, she doesn't know about it. And if she did, she'd be very jealous. Yeah. Ours is Buddy, so um, she's like every morning. She you wake her up, you change her, bring, start bringing her downstairs. She's like, "We're Buddy, we're Buddy," you know. Aww. And then she'll find him, and she's like, oh, "Dead Buddy," you know. And then you not we do the thing where you're not supposed to touch the elf because if yeah, they yeah, yeah. touch the elf, they lose their magic and whatever. And so she's always like, "Don't touch Buddy, don't touch Buddy." But there were a couple of times where she reached out and touched. <laughs> Now, do you have to keep Buddy in that position the whole day of whatever they're doing until... Yes, so the parenting hack for that is make sure it's out of reach because they will touch him. So everything right. we do is out of reach. Wild things of like 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 the the elves like playing in, in cookie ingredients and like all this stuff. Oh, my sister's doing it but so over we, the top. Everything. We do it all. Yeah, we, we've had years where it was like over the top. Um this year was a little more chill, but there were a lot of like the standbys that that are still there. Where you're like, all right, uh, it's not holding above the door frame again. Like that's yeah. where that's it's where always mine. on the chandelier. It's always the the kids' favorite is the pooping. So we'll we'll buddy will be sitting on a mason jar, and then we'll have like <laughs> two Hershey kisses inside the mason jar. Oh, lovely! And Joanne is like, oh, buddy poopy, buddy poopy, but she's funny because the next day. Buddy moved, and the mason jar was still sitting on the dining room table. So she got her hands on it, and she smelled it, and she's like, "Eat poop, eat poop." Like she she knew it was chocolate, you know. Um, but speaking of the holidays, so holidays were were great. Uh, aside from everybody being sick, and we were like really stressed out. Uh, you know, I told you I was sick, but then everybody in the house got sick about a week and a half before Christmas. Johnny got COVID, um, and, we, and we had a weekend away. My my wife got me for my birthday, which was early December. She got us a staycation. So she got us a reservation for a hotel in Garden City. So for those that are from the Long Island, New York area, it's about 15 minutes away from my house, right by the mall, you know, and it was just we were going to leave. No kids. It's really our first time away from the little one. So first time kidless away in a couple of years. And uh, my sister-in-law was going to be watching the little ones. Um, big ones can take care of themselves. All good. And, yeah. So, Johnny, we got a, we got the call about 18 hours into our vacation uh, that Johnny got a fever. So, of course, we left the hotel. We checked out a night early. Thank goodness. A high, a shout out to Hyatt. They did not charge us for the second night, which was great. Um, came home and then... He tested positive, 
And then two hours later, Joanna had a fever. The next day, Katie had a fever. And the day after that, Mia was sick. So, yeah. So, But everybody got better right in time for the Christmas holiday. Um, it was quiet. You know, my dad got COVID, so my parents couldn't come. Um, my sister-in-law was working. So it was, it was quiet. It was us and uh, our, our other friends came over um, with their kid, and we had a blast. But got some cool gifts. For the holidays, um, including, I'm going to put it on camera here. Uh-oh. Dad God joke face-off. Party game where you laugh first, you lose. So I'm not going to play this with you since we have uh, guests coming on shortly for another game show. But I want to read you some of these and see how well you do okay. with this. All right, ready? Let's do it. Why was the produce so disgusting? I bought it at the grocery store. Ew, grocery. <laughs> what does a mermaid do when it sleeps underwater? What? Snorkels. Snor I, I was up to snore. I had it. I was up to <laughs> Why was the chick working out on the farm? Uh... It wanted okay. bigger pecs. Pecs. Oh, <laughs> All right, one more. What excuse did the student give when he fell asleep in class? I don't know. He was doing a sleep study, Dave. He was doing a sleep oh, study. Oh, that's hilarious. He was doing a sleep study, Dave. Well, those are great. Those are great. I liked my AI jokes better. I yeah, wish so, George was here. <laughs> I think what I'll do is I'll send you a pack of these. And then on our next episode, maybe we could actually play the game. Because the actual game is to make <coughs> – excuse me. The actual game is to make you laugh. So oh. the first person that laughs uh, well, that's, it, that's, that's funny. Yes, yeah, so I'll send you a pack of those for next time. Um, how were holidays for you, buddy? Good. I mean, um, overall, really, really successful. Something interesting that happened. I think in our first or second episode of this show, I talked about – life in Tennessee and how it's so different, how I live in the middle of nowhere next to a huge woods. And I was like, no one owns these woods or they're owned by the army or the air force or something. And like, they're totally protected. And um, there's deer and there's hawks and eagles and turkeys and owls and foxes and so cool. And so we really enjoyed that until December 10th or something, just bulldozers pulled up and just started destroying our those woods and they're oh, not wow. ours you know and so they're making we live on the end of a quiet block um and now it's going to be we're going to live at just the beginning of a massive hoa uh oh, so wow. we're, we're pretty upset but um it's been it's been interesting because they cleared the, these entire woods and then they just set them on fire they just put them in a pile oh. and set set them on so in like the December twenties, like only a week ago, right before Christmas, there was literally these these huge ten foot flames. We had to call the. It felt way too close to the house, um, and we were like, I was making jokes like, 
I don't know why everyone's looking down the block at our house. Like, I, I know that we decorated for Christmas. We have nice lights. Like, are they jealous? I don't know. Because there was, like, 20-foot flames 100 feet from our house. Holy um, cow. Yeah, no, I'll send you clips. It was, it was really – it was actually pretty interesting. And the thing about Tennessee is there's no laws. So, you know, <laughs> at almost, like, no recourse um, – we thought it was. We thought we probably should have been notified and whatever. Um, so it was interesting to watch Veda. And Veda's so smart. She's like, you know, uh, I think these people are going to be on the naughty list. Dad. Like, yeah, we, we didn't lead her there at all. She was like, sure, I'm not happy. she was not happy about it. Um, and then historically low temperatures for Christmas in Tennessee, negative three, and a snowstorm. Now a snowstorm in Tennessee is like a sprinkling where you'd still be expected to go to work in, in yeah, work. Like yeah. it's only like a couple inches and we're used to, I'm used to that. Um, but here everything gets completely shut down. They don't have any salt trucks or, or anything. So I haven't left my house. It's the 28th today. I haven't left my house in uh, over a week for sure because yeah. it's just so froze over. Um, so it's been interesting, but a really cute holiday. I mean, Veda was super happy. Luckily, I have a great system of support here, and we had gone shopping and everything. You know, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Gotcha. I feel really bad for some people that got caught in this storm here. You know what I mean? Because uh, they stuck. Everything, everything breaks, dude. Like the water, like people's plumbing, and like the heat is not built to be in this cold of temperature, which doesn't make any sense. In New York, it would just work. But anything below, like, 20 degrees, your heat stops working. You have to use emergency heat, which is, like, this whole thing. It's so complicated. Um, but, yeah, I'm just thankful. Everyone everyone was happy. Veda was thrilled with Christmas and was still getting over her, her Christmas presents, which is great. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, we, we kind of dealt with a little bit of stuff. But, again, we, we went down to about – Five degrees here during that that whole storm front. We didn't get any snow or anything. That was just the cold for three days. It went down to five degrees, and it's it's interesting. Like we've been making that sort of determination uh, ever since. Remember they had that big blizzard like two years ago in Dallas mm-hmm. uh, or in Texas somewhere, and and yeah. you, the houses were getting destroyed. Like they're not really made for that in certain right. states, you know. Which really speaks to like when you talk about like the difference in. Um, housing costs in other states, like it's not just cost of living. It's also like materials and the way a house is built. Like, and it's not, not like somebody's cheaping out. It's like, you don't really have to focus on certain things when you're in certain climates, you know, whereas these houses here in New York are built for that. But even we had a little bit of an issue. I've only been in this house for two years. Um, it was my in-laws house that we bought, but we actually had one of our, we have four bathrooms in the house. Um, and one of them froze over. Um, and it was scary. Cause you're like, Oh my God, if a pipe bursts, this is going to be like a disaster here. But, um, you know, we're doing all the things, opening up the, the, the faucets. And it was crazy. Cause we went out for, for Christmas Eve to our friend's house. And I had to make a trip here because we had the faucets on, you know, hoping the water would come on. And it's like, you leave them at a trickle, but you never know if the, the drain backs up and whatever. So thank gosh, we thank God we were only like two minutes away. But yeah, I had to make a trip here in the middle of the Christmas Eve party just to make sure everything was good. And finally, everything started thawing on Christmas Day. So like all of a sudden the bathtub worked, the toilet worked, and then 
finally the day after that was the faucet. But yeah, we've never dealt with that before. I can't even imagine in a state that's not prepared for this. Yeah. You know? I mean, it makes me want to Google like least. I mean, when you have a blank slate and you can kind of move anywhere in the country, like, you know, people move based on like schools, crime, cost of living, et cetera, but also like natural disaster. Like what happened in Florida and stuff is absolutely horrifying. What happened, yeah. you know, and a lot of these real cute uh, HOAs and stuff in the South that are so cheap, you know, like you look at it and you're like, oh, that's right in Tornado Alley. Like that's why it's so cheap. Or like, yeah. why is it? You look on the Gulf Coast and you're like, why is this house on stilts? You know, like maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah. that's a good idea. I, I, I Google, I actually Google after, after that whole thing happened in Florida, I Googled uh, like statistically like the safest from environmental disasters places to, yeah. to live, mostly the mountains, you know, like or like higher elevation places. Not because, um, you know, you look in Montana at like 400 acre uh, estates with their own mountain and river and stuff for like $400,000. And I'm like, why don't people live here? Yeah. Post Malone removed to Utah. Yeah. I don't know. I'll go there. I don't care. Yeah. Tell me where to go. <laughs> That's great. Um, actually, I was looking at, because uh, uh, I want to talk a little bit about 2023, looking ahead. Um, I actually looked back while we were on here. We actually did record in 2022 a few times. Our last episode was March. So I wanted to catch up with you for a minute before we talk about 2023. So, excuse me, I'm trying to mute while I cough here. Um, you've had some some big changes too uh, this year yeah. professionally, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we talked about it before. Well, so yeah, now I'm, I'm working in corporate consulting now, which is a big uh, a big change, but it's extremely motivating to me. Uh, as you know, doing the same kind of thing, talking about how to uh, move the needle with employment outcomes for neurodistinct professionals, which is awesome. And I'm, I'm working on like four continents with like Fortune 100 companies right now, which is so exciting. A lot of it is, it, it's really cool because I do work remotely and I, I, I create, I, I've, I've had the opportunity in my last couple jobs to like create my own work and, and, and take you know, work on companies just as much as I work within them, which is really cool. So my day-to-day has not changed too, too much, but yeah, I've definitely scaled up in, in what I'm what I'm up to, which is really, really exciting. Still in touch with, with our friends in New York. Um, and, and yeah, I, I couldn't ask for anything better. I mean, if you were to ask me to write down a description of my dream job on paper, it would be this, so creating, uh, helping create initiatives uh, at various companies to, to move the needle on this stuff and to, to really sell it, you know, what what I gave a TED talk on produced by you is about how it's not just in the, it's not just in our best interest as neurodistinct people to, to include us, it's in, you know, the world of work's best interest, right? And that's that's what we're really getting at is like return on investment. And since then, my, my uh, this has been much better defined by me and by others since 2019, uh, that, that, it, it's really been a long time within this space. So, so much has happened. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, it's all the same thing. It's all the same concept as, as when back when we met about how to, how to move the needle, how to do it, why. Um, so, yeah, that, that's been really, really exciting. Love it. Love it, man. That's awesome. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors.
This is John. And Mark Cronin from John's Crazy Socks. And we're interrupting to say we hope you're enjoying this episode. But please make sure to check out our show, The Spreading Happiness Podcast. Another great show produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. New episodes are available every week on all your favorite podcast platforms. Join us on our new podcast as we continue our mission, Spreading Happiness. Thank you, folks. You're listening to the Do-Gooder Dads, George Andriopoulos and Dave Thompson on the Over My Dad podcast. So what's, uh, what's 2023 looking like for you, man? I hate to say more of the same, but I, you know, I've, I felt really good over the past couple of years that I've had a good kind of upward trajectory in, in all areas. Change of careers was huge. Moving to down South was huge. Now I think this year, you know, just continuing to work on what works best for my family, working hard, try to get a little bit of that, what we were talking about, get a little bit more into me and wellness and fun and leisure you know uh that that's that's my biggest hope i mean i'm just i'm i maybe it's the time of year or something but i'm just feeling very grateful and nostalgic nostalgic excited energized i I don't want to put any official plans in order except i'm going to disney which is gonna be great uh i we, we took beta right before the pandemic she's too young to remember it we're going again she's the perfect age magic to go to magic kingdom we're going with her, with my niece, her cousin, who she loves to death. So we're really, really excited about that uh, in March. So I'll, I'll, I'll report back next time. That's great. That's yeah. great. Um, yeah, man. Same, same here. I, I, I don't want to put too many expectations on, but uh, I feel the same during this week every year. This is like a big, uh, you know, post Christmas, pre or post whatever holiday you celebrate, um, pre New Year's. Just kind of looking ahead to. Um, closing off 2022 and and what's been accomplished, taking inventory and then moving on to next year. So, you know, I'm not a big like resolution guy. I think it's more about like an overall mindset, but I definitely think that, that people need to sort of take inventory of the big wins for the year and not necessarily the losses, but just what, what can we make better? Right. So for me, this was such a, a, a shift this year that a shift that I kind of had to have personally um, with sort of relearning a new balance with my family and work and all that kind of stuff. And um, it ended off in a, in a good way in an upward trajectory with that kind of stuff. So I want to keep that going. I want to keep, keep the balance going, keep um, I guess, keep managing how to be there for my family in the best way while still maintaining everything I have to do professionally and all my personal stuff. I definitely want to focus on health this year uh, in terms of consistency. I'm, I'm so over the up and down of my health uh, in terms of weight and, and just overall health. And I want to get back to where that's consistent because I, I did have that years back uh, where I had a few years that were consistently healthy and in shape and all that kind of stuff. So that's a big focus for me this year. And uh, yeah, man, the new venture – speak is uh it's super exciting we we uh we we actually have a guest coming on who's um uh, the wife of one of my partners from speak cordelia banny is fred's wife so Mm -hmm. excited about that but 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm super excited about that and and really about the change that we're going to be able to create with that platform. So more coming next time we're we're on here, but which coincidentally we we should actually talk about that and tell people what we're what we're doing here, how we're shifting with over my dad podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I love everything that you said, and I I think that that's part of. Uh, us maintaining this like work-life balance, right? I guess just being realistic about what we can deliver on for each other and for ourselves. Uh, so it's been a while since we recorded and and we definitely don't want to give this thing up. It's too, too much fun, too special to me. Uh, even if no one was listening, I I would get so much satisfaction. <laughs> well, you got your wish because nobody listens to this. That's, <laughs> that's even <great>. our wives. <laughs> that's great. So especially our wives. They'd be like the last people. Um, <laughs> So yeah, yeah. So I, I think I think seasonally is a is a great idea. I think that that doing it, you know, winter, spring, summer, and fall, and yeah. so we'll see, we'll see you in the spring. Yeah, we Dave and I talked about this uh, uh, last year when when things were kind of shifting, and we, you you guys should know above all else that we really do this for fun. You know, we have we have other endeavors, other podcasts, other whatever, and and they're part of sort of our professional platforms and, and they sort of conform to that. This was just fun. Two buddies wanting to get on here. We, we enjoy being dads very much. It's probably our, our favorite things uh, in life is, is being dads. And we wanted to talk about it and we're, we consider ourselves real men, meaning men that have feelings and um, share things and, and, tell people about our experiences so that we can grow and they can grow. And that's kind of what this whole thing is about. So, you know, I think you'll see the tone sort of shift, but stay the same in this thing. And yeah, seasonally, right. We're, mm -hmm. we'll do episodes that are a little, a little bigger, but uh, less frequent. We'll come at you when we feel like it. I don't even want to put a number on it of four a year. If it happens to be five or three or, yeah. or whatever it is, it is what it is. We're just going to keep coming at you every so often. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. And, and keep listening. And, uh, you know, if, if things shift again one day, we could be back at bi-weekly. Who knows? But for now, this is where we're at. Awesome. All right. So let's move on as we wrap this thing up, my friend. Uh, we got a fun little game in store for everybody. I know you guys love our games here at the Over My Dad podcast, but we, we want to make sure that there are other voices other than, than Dave and I. That's why we didn't go into the whole dad joke face-off before, but maybe in the next episode. Um, so we're going to play a little game. Do we have a name for this game? or Nope. The Parent Pyramid. The parent, let's call sure. it the Parent Pyramid. Right? So okay. let, me, let me get all our game show stuff going. Hang on. Yeah. Hey. Announcer voice. Welcome to the Parent Pyramid at the Over My Dad podcast. All right. Let's bring our guests on and let me unmute them. Unmute and unmute. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hello. Welcome nice. to Jeremy and Cordelia. Cordelia Banny. Jeremy. Dave, what's Jeremy's last name? I don't know why I don't have that. It starts with a K. Jeremy K. There we go. Perfect. Okay, welcome. <laughs> welcome to our guest today at Parenting Pyramid. We're going to play a little fun game show. Dave is going to get into the rules on that. Uh, but I want to uh, uh, give you guys an opportunity to introduce yourself. So, Cordelia, let's start with you. Sure. So, first, I'm a mom, which you can probably hear because there's a baby <laughs> crying right now. I'm a mom of a 10-month-old. I am the co-founder of the Fred. Oh. Yep, she'd like to be a part of the show for sure. 
Fred and Cordelia Vanny Foundation, where we empower individuals and organizations who are making impact in this world. I am the founder of Dear Black Girl, a forum where girls can be seen, heard, and validated. And I am here to kick Jeremy's butt. <laughs> awesome. Jeremy, how about you, buddy? Hi, I'm Jeremy Kiliszewski. Um, I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and I have two fantastic kids, Charles, who's nine years old, and Jacqueline, who's seven years old. Awesome. 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 Okay, so, so, he, so here's ahead. the deal. Yep, here's the deal. I'm taking over. So I'm going to give you folks 10 questions, okay? Uh, you're going to buzz in when you have the answer. Um, let's make sure your buzzers work, though. You're not given buzzers, so we're going to use our voices. Uh, Jeremy, say buzz. Buzz. And Cordelia? Buzz. Okay, cool. Now, here's the thing. Five bonus points to the to the person with the most enthusiastic buzz throughout the, through, <laughs> okay. throughout the thing. Okay? Game on. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, and, and, and the winner at the end of this is going gonna, is gonna to get a prize. Uh, George, can you please uh, take tally of, of this? Got it. Uh, one point for each question. And then remember, we got the five bonus points for the most enthusiastic buzzer. Okay? Got it. I'm going to start reading the question. Some of them are multiple choice where I'm going to give you options. But if you know the answer, go ahead and say buzz. Okay. Are we all, are we all ready? If you're ready, say buzz. Buzz. All right. Let's get the vibe going first. Hang on one more time. All right. Let's get the show going. All right, folks. The first one's an easy one just to make sure those buzzers work and, and, and get going. Okay. So, First question, which hit Disney movie features the song, Let It Go? Is it... Oh, I think that was Jeremy. Okay. Frozen. <laughs> All right. Very, very good, Jeremy. All right, cool. Now, these get progressively harder, so, so don't get too lucky. <laughs> this, this energetic character known for his signature blue and orange outfit and his educational videos <laughs> got to start on YouTube. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Flippy. Up. Oh, good one. Good one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the two most common common allergies in children are to sugar and wheat, Ben and Jerry's, fruit and vegetables, or peanuts and milk. That's Cordelia. Peanuts and milk. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Um Okay, everyone, everyone's everyone's buzzers are great, by the way. Um, you need your children to maintain a healthy, balanced diet. Which of these foods is high in calcium? M&M's, fish, yogurt, or peanuts? Cordelia. Yogurt. Nice. That's a big thing. There you go. Nice. Um, okay. We need to teach our kids primary colors. What are the three primary colors? Is it blue or Jeremy. Ooh. Blue, red, and yellow. Ding. Ding. <laughs> I love the enthusiasm coming from both of you. Um, okay. Question number six. The hit song, Baby Shark, by the kids media by this kid's media producer is the first video on YouTube to ever hit 10 billion organic views. Is it Blue Monday? Uh, Baby Shark Media Empire Conglomerate Holdings Group, LLC. DJ Khaled or Pink Fong? Pink Fong. 
Cordelia, you got it. Good job. <laughs> I, re- I really was proud of Baby Shark Media Empire Conglomerate Holdings. Come up I almost chose yeah. that one. Hold on. Let's, let's take inventory here. We are, we are neck and neck, three to three right now. Oh, okay. I, I, can I say, are we are we really giving five full points for most enthusiastic buzzer? Because <laughs> okay. that, that'll change the game. How about one? <laughs> okay. One, one bonus one point. point. Fine, fine. Well, Good. Now they've, been, now they've been five points worth of enthusiastic this whole time. Yes. Um, okay. So uh, at what age is it suggested that a child can watch a PG movie alone? Is it once they can? Jeremy. Yes. Seven. Oh, you were guessing. No, no. <laughs> at, at what age is it suggested that a child can watch a PG movie alone? Is it once they can use the remote? Five years old, eight years old, or 13 years old? Cordelia. Eight. Ding. <laughs> oh, Cordelia takes the lead. <laughs> okay. Um, what body part are babies born without? Uh, is it eyelids, kneecaps, skulls, or cheekbones? Cordelia. Cheekbones. Yep. Jeremy. Kneecaps. Bing. <laughs> awesome. I lo- I, this is great. You, you, you're both such knowledgeable parents. It's outstanding. Um, which, which of the first sense is a... Uh, which which is the first sense that a baby acquires after birth? Is it touch, smell, sight, or taste? Cordelia. Smell. Oh man. Touch, oh, smell, man. sight, or taste. Yeah. Sight. I'm gonna take a stab at this. This was touch, right? That makes sense. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, what, what, what's the scoreboard like, George? We are tied at four each, and this is actually the the uh, defining question here. Okay. Um, I got two questions here. I got to choose. Okay. Uh, how how long does it take for fingerprints to appear on a child's fingers? Is it who, who's asking? My child didn't do anything. Is it six weeks, six, six months, or six years? Cordelia. Six months. Ding, 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 ding. Woo! <laughs> All right, so hold on. We have five, four, but we got to see about this whole enthusiastic buzz thing. So me, Dave and I are each going to vote individually. I'm writing down. My enthusiastic buzz. What do you got? Um, sorry, Jeremy. Oh, <laughs> wait. I had Jeremy. Oh, so what do we have? To, okay, I think they both win then. They both win. There we go. <laughs> Tell them what they get. They both win. Congratulations, you folks both get to download this podcast episode for free wherever you get your podcast, the Over My Dad podcast. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank awesome. you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, guys. Any any parting words for us? 
Yeah, my daughter just said bye. Bye. <laughs> That's a bye. different show. Bye. Thanks, right, thanks thank for you. having me. Take care, y'all. Thanks, guys. Thank so much, you. Guys. Well, what do you think? That was fun. <laughs> we we we're made for that, man. I would love to like host Family Feud with you or something. I think that we'd <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, yeah. We will we'll come up with some good ideas for next time. That that could be a mainstay. We actually just got. I I have some infor- inspiration because for um for Christmas I I got I received and I gifted a bunch of really really fun board games. Um, that'll be, that'll be super interesting, uh, to, to see if we could translate to here. So I'll, I'll report back next time we speak and maybe we can come up with an even more fun game. And I, I always love doing that, especially when it's not us in the game, it becomes a lot more fun. Yeah. And if you've made it this far into the episode and you want to be on, uh, as a, as a, as a, as a contestant, we're taking, we're taking you on, come on, let us know and we'll, we'll figure it out. Sounds good. I- and and I, I do want to say, uh, as this thing sort of evolves, we talked before about how there's going to be a little bit of a shift in how we do this podcast. Uh, check out the show notes, the links. We still have that active phone number, too, uh, for you guys to leave voicemails. If you have ideas, you want to hop on the show, just hit us up, man. We're, we're super easy. Hit us up and let's do some fun stuff and, and talk about being dads, being parents, moms, whatever, and, and just have a blast on this thing every couple of months. Cool. All right, awesome. Well, All right, good brother. seeing you, buddy. Talk you too, to you man. soon. Later. Oh, we have, hold on, we, we got to do this the right way. Let's outro the right way. Little drums. Good, good. Thanks for tuning into the show, guys. The Over My Dad podcast is brought to you by Launchpad 516 Studios, executive produced by Dave Thompson and George Andriopoulos, theme song by Particle House featuring Ryan Gilmore, music and sound effects licensed through Epidemic Sound. Over My Dad podcast is hosted with Podbean. Catch us every other Wednesday morning on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and everywhere podcasts are available. And please do not forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Over My Dad Podcast and on Twitter at Over My Dad Pod CST. Make sure to subscribe to this feed wherever podcasts are available. And guys, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts while you're at it. Please be nice to us. Visit our website and follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Later, guys. <laughs>